please enjoy the music while your party's being reached. Testing, testing. Hello. Okay. We're recording. We're live. Annie, thanks for coming all the way to rural Greenpoint. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Um, you've been my list for a while of like guests that I want on, but I think the timing is like absolutely perfect for like a love line episode. I appreciate that. Yeah. Also, I think the stars are in alignment because I, like, walked around the neighborhood today, and, like, truly within a two-block radius, I saw four different, like, film sets, like, in the neighborhood. One in the park, one around the corner, and two at two different bars across the street. And I'm like, this is a this sign. This is such a... Annie's Annie. on the pod. Yeah, Maybe yeah, she's yeah. filming and is going to stop over after. I wish, man. <laughs> Maybe I should troll around Greenpoint tomorrow and try to get a job. You could. I, I've, I've given up on being discovered. I thought for uh-huh. so long that, like... My divine destiny would be being discovered on a street corner. And I am too old. You know, I don't hear of anyone getting discovered. I'm 29, but I don't hear of anyone getting discovered. Yeah, I know. Good for you. I, um, Good for you, kid. <laughs> nobody gets discovered in their 30s. So on the street, at least. People make it in their 30s. Of course. They don't get discovered. Right. So. Like, yeah. 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 And yeah. even in watching New York, you know that Instagram account? I've maybe heard of it. It's like... It's just people some, on the street. Yes, it's some dude taking pictures. Are they pictures. like hot or just everyone? He thinks it's his, in his bio, this really pisses me off. It says, this is what I think fashion is. And it's like, yeah, it is what you oh. think. This is not fashion. But I, <laughs> not direct, even watching yeah. New York has picked me up, so. Mm. <laughs> I did get street style photographed once after a job interview at opening ceremony, which I obviously did not get. I was like 23 I was wearing, like, all my clothes were just, like, shitty vintage clothes from, like, thrift stores upstate. And in the interview, they're like, oh, what labels do you like to wear? And I'm like, I'm looking down at my outfits, like, like a, like, acrylic Lacoste sweater and, like, an old, like, Ralph Lauren plaid and, like, a raincoat and, like, Levi's. And I'm like, um, I like, I think I said, like, Alexander Wang. <laughs> like, never owned, like, anything Philip in Wayne. my life. Yeah, I was like, mm, like, Dries Van No, and I, like, just heard of them. <laughs> Do you ever, when you get dressed in the morning, I think Teen Vogue was just, like, a pervasive influence on me, but I, I when I get dressed in the morning, I'm like, this was $30 from Target. This was, these are Chanel pants from an estate sale for $75. Mm. These are Keds. Like, I, I <laughs> always... Uh, sum up how much money I'm wearing. Oh no! Do you, I, I feel like Teen Vogue did that once, and then since then I'm like, this is a fifty dollar look. This is a six hundred dollar look. Yeah, and I just take mental note of it. What's but the most expensive garment you've ever bought? In high school, I got a credit card and I went to Barney's Uh-oh. and I bought a $750 dress and that's the most expensive. Ooh. And since then, I've Were never... Were you grounded? I mean, it was, it was... I've never had a credit card since to this day. Yeah, I'm too scared of it. I just got one a few years ago. Yeah. Um, I only have a debit card now. I think my most... Ex- I think it's like a $270 like wax rain jacket that I had for like 12 years. Like truly, maybe even like thirteen or fourteen years. Yeah, the most I'll spend Gorgeous. is two fifty now. I like mean, if I'm, I'm investing, not, yeah. also it's not even that much money. <laughs> like, yeah, two fifty like... is not 
too bad. No. But it feels I yeah, two fifty feels steep sometimes. It's gonna move this a little closer. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's fine. Uh, but no, the street, the it was a Japanese blog. Like you couldn't even like search my name. They like, got my name, I, like a lot of information <laughs> actually. And I was like, I don't know if I'm comfortable giving this stranger like all. I think they're like, I don't think I gave my address, but I gave like a lot of. It was like I was like filling out a clipboard. Is it still? Like, I can't on the find internet? it. But I That's so frustrating. Because I was like thin and had like a full head of hair. Still, I'd like just moved you to New York that trying pick. to get a job. I know. I was like in Soho on like a cobblestone street. I'm pretty good at finding things. We'll I'll take see. a I'll take a look. Every like year and a half, I'll like try to Google it. Nothing though. <laughs> I was on a Coachella, like, uh, you know, who's at Coachella? Pictures. Oh, fun! But they didn't mm-hmm. have my name, and I know the year I was at Coachella. It was 2011. If anyone listening wants to find this, I'm wearing Doc thigh high Doc Martens. And like a black tattered slut dress. Yeah. And I have like thick black eyeliner on. So you went like full black swan. Yes, I went black swan. Nice. <laughs> uh, so if anyone can find that, I've, I've been looking to post that on Instagram for quite some time now. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. And my mug shot. But... <laughs> that might be easier to find. That's so hard to find because I was really? a minor. Oh, yeah. That's and they like wi- the lawyers now. wiped it off my record. What did you get arrested for? For shoplifting. It, oh, well. It's all on theme tonight. Yeah. yeah. But it was like a lot of money. How much? Like, um, where did you shoplift from? From Urban Outfitters. Okay. But I, I got grand larceny. Our... Ooh. Yeah. Oh it was God. crazy. That's, yeah. yeah, that's a big yeah. one. So over, that's like a, over $1,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I stole a package of film once and they kind of caught me. I was visiting New York in like 2008 and it was the Union Square one. And the guy was yes. like, can I look through your bag? And I was like. Yeah, sure. And I'm like, <laughs> like, why did I let that? I'm like, he's gonna see the stolen merchandise, and I just yes. opened the bag and I was like, oh wait. And he's like, what? And I just ran, <laughs> and I hid in the Whole Foods. I should have ran. Never been to Whole Foods before that. And I'm like, wow, this place is really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> There's two levels. My God, it was crazy. Was so I was so crazy. <laughs> I know we used to be so crazy. Mm-hmm. And I have to remind myself, like, the age of the people, like, writing these questions is, like, probably... This is literally 19-year-olds. The age... I would say, like, early... There are actually some, some, like, married people asking questions and How stuff. How do you know? Well, because they'll say it in there. Oh, oh, it's all anonymous. Course, I'm not giving anyone's names. I also kind of don't really care. Are they DMing you? Like, how... You they... can look up someone's profile. Oh, totally. Like, well, if it's there's like... a question that really irks me, can we look the person up afterwards? Um, we won't say it. Well, I've copy and pasted it from different things, so oh, okay. it might... It might be a little bit tough. But I don't think anything's going to, like, irk you. Okay. My listeners are, like, very good people, generally. Okay, okay. I They're just... just, like, kind of concerned and lost people and... Actually, reading all these questions, I was like, holy shit, I am not qualified to answer all these questions. Because what they're concerned about is, like, stuff that I was and, like, still lingeringly am, but, like, can't even, like, get over myself. We'll get into it later, but, like, when we do the question portion, but, like, I was like, wait, why did I even, like, think this was a good idea? It's just fun. We're having fun. So, like, yeah, don't... uh, I give unsolicited advice on the internet you got to take some of the grain of salt. Entertainment, okay. Yes, yes, um, It's a performance. If you're struggling, I'm sure there's a hotline you can call. Or just leave me a voicemail and I'll ignore it. Or play it. <laughs> I was temp- I actually was thinking on the way here, I, I, during some mania over quarantine, put my phone number on Twitter probably two or three times. Oh, 
and chaos ensued. And I was like, maybe I'll give my number out in the pod, but I don't think so. I have too much going on already. No, don't do it. Yeah, it's I know. never a I good know. idea. I know, but sometimes it's fun just get, like getting... I feel so loved when like six FaceTimes from random numbers come in. I'm like, oh my oh God, he's on the no, other I'm end. I'm scared. I would like skip yeah. my phone across the East River. It's mostly young girls. Oh, okay. And, like, a- occasional strange men. Yeah, I was I was thinking maybe yeah. more strange men. No, more young girls. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. They're looking for a role model. Yeah. Or I, something. I work at a restaurant where a lot of young girl, girls frequent. And it, it, I'm surprised at how many girls that follow me on Twitter come to this restaurant. And I always feel like I'm letting them down. I'm like, yes, I'm a hostess. That's me. There's nothing wrong with that. Thank you. Nothing Thank wrong you. with that Thank whatsoever. Thank you. I'm proud that you have a job. Yeah. How about yeah. that? I'm proud of yeah, you have a job. Thanks. Thanks. I can't. I, I can't <laughs> hold the job. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I well, <laughs> I've told the story a million times. Maybe not in the pod, but like, this is probably like a year after my street. Uh, street style photo shoot I interviewed at a meatball shop they're opening a West Village location and I actually did two full training shifts to be a host and this is like with the meatball shop this is like the first like kind of like fast casual like trending this was 2012 okay meatball shop was so hot the owner's like a J Crew model hot everything oh, so very so short hot. though um and I'll get to what I freaked him out I think that's why I got fired but I um, was trained to be a host. I'm like, this job is too much for me. Like being being like <laughs> the point where everyone like has to go to you for yeah, something. I'm yeah. just like so in terms of like a workplace, any environment, I just want to like disappear, fade away. Yeah. I don't want to like coordinate. I don't want to help people. It was also like there was a line at noon when we would open. There would be a line like down Around the block, block for a meatball stop that like was fine. The place I work is quite popular as well. There's a line mm. around the block to get oh, in. Oh, God. Yeah. That's such a tough job. It's like a club. Yeah. It's a tough I, it's job. A, it's a tough job, but I love, uh, I do love all the attention. Mm, that's that's the, good. Yeah, I do. The second woman that trained me, she just like was, she just like didn't like me. <laughs> I could, I don't know off the top of my head why, but like yeah. I'm just sure she had her reasons, but she would just answer the phone. So you had to like take reservations from like the iPad, but also like the phone was ringing off the hook. So she would just answer the phone and say, meatball. <laughs> so eight hours of her saying, meatball. <laughs> and I was like, should I say, I think I asked her like, should I say meatball when I answer the phone? She's like, whatever. <laughs> like, like you're not answering the phone. <laughs> but I also had like the flu like straight up and I was like still going to work. I mean, this, these were different times. These were different times. It was 2012. Ago. 2012 and then like the owner came in like the hot like j crew model and i was just like leaving my second training shift and i was like oh hey i'm like training here and there was like the next night was like the company-wide like welcome to the meatball shop family we're going out to drinks like open bar yes and i was like so sick and i was like hey like i'm working uh where do you live and he's like what i'm like uh i was just trying to make like conversation he's like literally so like so hot i couldn't even like like say like find the words and i was like where do you live and he's like why are you asking me that i'm like honestly i don't know (laughs) i got home got an email and they're like we don't want you at the party tomorrow night and you're not gonna have wow that is crazy fucked it up they wanted a hot girl and i was just they wanted a hot girl they wanted a faggot yeah yeah. The first girl that trained me looked exactly like Brooke Hogan, though. <laughs> like, that is, I get that That's vibe. That's perfect I like for her. the meatball shop. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Is this your first time in rural Greenpoint? I spent some nights in Greenpoint in 2016, 2017. I had a best friend who lived here. But on like this side of town or like No coastal? idea where I am as soon as I enter Brooklyn. Okay. Did Literally, you take a car or did you take train? I was going to take the train and then I was like, there's three trains and it was $18 to Uber. And I was oh, like, that's cheap. It, which is pretty cheap. I spent $40 going to Greenwich Village a couple nights ago. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I was like. That's I, why you don't see me out in the city a lot. I I'll said tell if you it's that. below 30, I'll do it. And it there was you go. That's honestly like my yeah, barometer. But I, I'm hoping I I take the train home, man. You take the yeah. Well, I don't. It's like, just the J to the. You take the, the G to the A, F. C to the D. Or just walk to the L. If you got energy, walk to the L. Just take it three stops and walk all the way down. There's a lot of walking. There's involved. a lot of walking. I've just had enough of. I had to take the Z home. Oh the Z from <laughs> Long Island City the other day, and the I, Z goes to Long Island City. Yeah. I guess so. Oh, wait, is it the I took M- it to Bryant mm. Park, and then I got off, and I switched okay. to the F and took it to the East Broadway back home. But after that Z train experience, I just was like, ugh, so turned off. Sometimes I have, have like, periods where I'm, like, really into the subway because it feels like my runway, and I, like, mm. can, like, like, but with the mask, and, and I, I'm not comfortable not wearing my mask on the subway, not because of health reasons for me, but because people really do, like are verbal about n- you not liking you unmasked. Okay, yeah. Like, I, I, I get, I'll, I'll go into restaurants and they'll say, put your mask on, and it's like, here's my vax card. Yeah, but yeah, like, I mean, come on. on the subway, when a citizen puts me under arrest for <laughs> not wearing a mask, I just get so humiliated. I mean, it's like awful. I don't want to be a bad yeah. citizen. I already came clean on Twitter, but I did take the train for the first time in 18 months this weekend. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. You always to get to Manhattan would take a car? Well, I just don't go, go that to often. Manhattan. So okay. I'm like, well, if I didn't, I'm not taking the train. I like only like, like how do you not go to Manhattan? Just walk around here. Yeah. It's nice here. Those little boys how about were that so... park across the street, huh? I know it's, it's nighttime now, but like in the day, oh my God, it's gorgeous. Old trees. I, I love it here. Genuinely. Yeah, you should move over here. Yeah, I kind of should. Um, but the train, I was like, <laughs> it's, I built it up in my mind, like, oh my god, the train, I'm going to be so, um, even like before the pandemic, I just like, if I'm on the train for too long, I get very panicky, very weird, I don't like the underground, um, nothing bad has ever happened to me on the train, though. like, yeah. I don't have, like, I truly don't have, like, a tremendous, I've never been, like, stuck, I've never been, like, attacked, I've never even, like, seen him jerk off. But so I took the train from like Union Square to Bedford and it was literally fine. I actually loved wearing a mask on the train because you can like disappear and not be like looked at. And I'm like, there were some like drunk like teenagers and like you just notice like how gross the subway is. Just like everyone like touching everything and like drunk people like screaming and like coughing. And I'm like, I never cared before. And I kind of still don't, but I would just like kind of just being like, you can't hat on mask. I'm like, I just want this experience to not happen and I'm just going to listen to my music and vanish and it's a lot easier to vanish with the mask. That's if the only I, place I wear a mask. Like, yeah. Truly. Or maybe like in write it if there's like a lot of old people and they're wearing a mask. I'm like, well, I don't want to be a bitch. Yeah, you But sometimes I just like old. don't even have one. I, I take my cues. If I walk into yeah. Rite Aid and no one's wearing a mask, then I rip mine off. It's literally off. only Rite Aid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's like coffee shops that are like empty and like I feel like I can detect an attitude from a barista. If it's, <laughs> if it's a mask thing, I'm just like, yes, yeah. And, and Not it, going when there's that. like a, it's full of people seated on on their computers, and I'm literally standing next to them. Like, I don't really. Um, 
<coughs> I don't really get it no. at this point. No. Yeah. But also, I'm J and J, so I probably should be masked. Oh, I did. I did Mozart, uh, which apparently is like the one that's most uh, protective against the new developing strains. First of all, everyone lies. Everything's full of shit. Who knows? What's Who really- knows? Who knows what's really going on? But Moderna here is the swell one, yeah. I mean, the second shot fucked me the hell up. J&J fucked me up. So sick. I got that shot and was out for two days. Yeah, like flew. I was like... And a police officer, a Hasidic police officer gave me my shot. At a precinct in Queens. It was insane. (laughs) What the fuck? I swear to God, I looked him up. Well, I asked for his email. You didn't get arrested again, right? No, I that's just went where to the, the site. That's was? just where it was. I went to the cops and oh, the cop, right. and I said, "Have you been trained for this?" He said, "I practiced on my daughter's baby dolls and some oranges." Holy and shit! And I was like, "Okay, let's <laughs> fucking do, let's fucking go." Was he hot? Yeah, he was. I just, I just kind of he was hot. That's not. That's I mean, not I asked for his email. Hasidic. He's hot. Okay. Yeah, and then Damn. I looked him up, and he is actually like a very profoundly um, brave Hasidic police officer because he went on trial for like they discriminated against his beard and he was like no 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 and, and there's all these in the post there's like this big article about how he stood up for Hasidic police officers which I don't oh, know how many there first are all, I but... never even heard those words combined Hasidic yeah. police officer yeah um well, like NYPD, right? might just be him and his brother NYPD I didn't know there was like a facial hair clause for the boys in blue <laughs> I yeah yeah I'll I'll send you the article. Some good reading. I would like to. Yeah. I would like to see it. Yeah, he's hot. I would like to see it. Um, should we get into? I questions? think we should. I'm so excited. There are things we wanted to talk about that I think we could just like skip, like Alec Baldwin and the California hiking couple. We don't need to. I will just say yeah, on yeah. the record, the California hiking couple was abducted by aliens. They were dropped back off, and they overheated when they were unconscious. It was not like what the news is reporting. It was alien abduction. Okay, period. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into it. <laughs> oh, my first question is like, I wrote it for you to answer. Um, how authentically bohemian does my apartment seem? <laughs> um, Just dead flowers everywhere. It's pretty authentically bohemian, yeah. I hmm. The only thing that throws me off is that... What is that? That's like a dresser? The gray Ikea hutch. I don't know. Yeah, the gray Ikea hutch. Uh, I bought only, it in a pinch. I needed to get organized. It's the only piece of furniture that's out of place. I needed drawers because I need like the stuff The hamper to... is fucked up. That, nice. that is my so mom's nice. hamper that I grew up having when I moved to New York. Fucking nice. I was like. I need that hamper. It's like a. A nice hamper makes for a happy person. It's like person. literally metal covered in like 70s wallpaper. No, it's gorgeous. Everything in here I is love gorgeous. That I'm so that nice. Hutch. I'm so glad you like the wallpaper or the, the <laughs> hamper. It's a very nice thing that I know. it's like I cherish it more than anything. I, it my, my eye went straight to it. It's gorgeous. Yeah. But that hutch is the only thing in this whole place. It's not. Everything boho. else is so damn cute, but that is not. And yeah. that is that is what I'll tell you. But I think if you painted it in like white, no, mm. I think it's just wrong. So. I, I really yeah. appreciate the honesty. <laughs> I wasn't, and I built that thing, and it oh, threw my I threw it. my back out for like a week. I mean, yeah, that's a hard thing to build. Crazy. I built but that like hutch be behind wooden. me too. That that's IKEA as well. Is totally fine though. That's dark. Yeah, it's a little more mysterious. That's yeah. just like a fucking. That's just we don't. Ugh, yeah. I know it's whack. Yeah. I needed drawers. I needed to put prints is the in desk there. Desk IKEA. Desk is IKEA. I like that. Desk. This couch is IKEA. 
The couch is amazing. I didn't know I the know. couch was... Wow, the couch rocks. It's um, gingham. Yellow gingham yeah. plaid. Yeah, cute. Um, okay, second question. This is also for me. You yes. tweeted about this. You went out with a 24-year-old recently? I, Good or bad? I... The last person I thought I was in love with was 24. And both... And so I... And was British. And this 24-year-old is also British and royal. Honestly, oh. Yes. Whoa. Yes. And um, it was fine, man. A royal? How'd you mean him? Um, a friend knows him. He, so the whole, I'm making a podcast, which is a joke because I've been making it for nine months and I have nothing to show for it, but I wanted to go on a date with him on my podcast and he said yes. Like I couldn't believe that I, my luck that this like hot 24 year old royal wants to go on a date with me on my podcast and like, uh, we did and he was very closed. Uh, I mean, he was, he answered everything with mummy behind him. Like he, you were recording this date. We were recording the date. Okay, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. I can't he believe agreed he said yes. To go out I can't believe you. he said yes. I'm surprised that. Well, then he got there the and, and gave me nothing good. And well, then, I mean, podcasting is not as easy as it seems. It's not, I think you're a natural, though. Thank you. But it, it. So then we. He was like, "Well, now that we've been in the recording studio, like we have to go on a real date afterwards." And I made plans with another guy, and I was like, "I guess he's. I guess I do have to give him another chance." And then I slept at his house. We didn't have sex, but mm. yeah, well, that's fine. So. Are you it was fine. Still... I'm not going to see him again. Okay. Yeah. 24 is a little young. 24 is deeply it's young. It's deeply young. Deeply young. But if you grew up in a royal setting, you might mature. No, the last one was... Also, it's just a situation I know nothing about. There's just something hot about Is he hot? Young... He's hot. Damn. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, he's hot. <sighs> he's like, his bod is just like... I'm never into good bodies. Like, no, good I don't really, bodies. I really give a shit either. I don't give a fuck. In fact, I actually find it a little repulsive if your body looks like... For men to have a good body, out. I'm yeah. like, you're deranged. Agreed. You don't even but have to think they don't like, have to do it. It was almost... I get no, why women do it. They don't have it's to. It's unfair, but I get it. Yeah. 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 I didn't create the world we live in. You know, I'm not trying to be No, no, no. You know what I, mean? I think you're right. Yeah. Anyway, I thought you were going to ask me, do you think... um I could fall in love living in this apartment. And I was like, yes, this is literally the apartment to fall in love in. I'm like... Really? There's no room. No, no. The first thing I think when I go to people's apartments is I'm like, would I like to bring someone back to this? And I was like, I am imagining sex. Like... You are. Okay. Yes. Yes, I I am. So, like, you coming over here to record the pod is... I'm I'm breaking the seal because, like, I truly, like... Well, so I lived lived here for three years and I spent, like, you know... The entire pandemic just in these, uh, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> four walls, the jewel. Um, and I just like, I know the weird kind of slobbery filth that I've got myself into in this, these quarters. It's so nice. I'm like, well, I don't know, but I, I cleaned nice. up. I would love this to bring, is a, good as I would love get. to bring a man back here. Yeah. And, uh, I did recently after my birthday. When's your birthday? September, it was September 12th. Yeah. 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 And I'm but now, like, I'm I want to do more podcasts in person. And now I'm because for a long time, when I'm talking about the pandemic, things like I was just like, there's no way anyone can ever walk in that door and see how I live, yes, um, or anything like that. But now I'm like, 
I'm cleaning myself up in a way. Or it's cleaning looking the place good. up. It looks it's good fine. No, no, I think this place is adorable and I it's would love cozy. to bring someone home. Okay, yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a work in progress, just like most of the, the people who wrote in it's questions. It's all yours. Like, I don't <laughs> know, you don't have roommates. Like, what's to... No, I do have a roommate. Yeah, but not really. No, I know, but there's no, you haven't seen the kitchen. It's Okay, okay. We'll, we'll, it's we'll not like it's like dirty. It. It's just like so small and like, I can't like cook a meal with someone. Yeah. It looks yeah. like an outhouse, like wooden okay. and like tiny. <laughs> it's like really bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um... Well, we've got a lot of questions, okay, so I think we should it. kind of just, like, start um, getting into it. This this is, they're all going to be anonymous, but this one was written to by a good friend of the pod. Um, what do you do if your boyfriend has erectile dysfunction other than, like, tell him to take Viagra? This is not a problem I'm dealing with now. I don't have a boyfriend, LOL. But it happened in the past, and I just was like, take Viagra, please. Mm-hmm. Like, was there a way to be more sensitive about it? I still think about it a lot. Parentheses. He never took it, by the way. Um, I really relate to this question mm-hmm. because for two years, I was only attracted to men with ED. Like, it and was everyone's every... on antidepressants now. So I was like, Jesus that's, Christ, good luck. That's good luck. You like, know, every guy I picked or decided to fall in love with could not get it up for me. I mean, mm-hmm. just could not. Um, and would talk. Wouldn't ever say I've. ED, but would say like it's hard for me and yeah. I'm on Lexapro right. and I have a humiliating memory of doing a strip tease in the shower like like turning the shower on and strip <laughs> you put your clothes to, back on in the shower. to the shower <laughs> and nothing happening or like the worst is when they're like going down on you and, and you're like, they better be hard when they come on up. And there's just no action. Um, Damn. Yeah, so sad. Uh, I think you have to abandon ship. What do you think? I... Literally. I mean, get, uh, be... Is at, Vi- yeah, Blue Chew, Viagra, this podcast have you taken is Viagra? not... Spot- no, I've never really had... I've taken Viagra. <laughs> which, makes no, which makes absolutely no sense. But that sounds fun. What my, happens to you? Did you notice anything? My boyfriend in college had a huge penis... And he was obsessed with it getting bigger and bigger and bigger, which, like, is insane. Oh. And he was like, let's take Viagra. I'm going to take Viagra. Um, and I was like, I'm going to take it, too. And he was like, I don't really see the need for you to take it. I was like, I'm going to take it, too. I'm we just going to rail one. It's fine. We you both could rail were... Viagra off his dick. Yeah. Did you do that? No, we just okay. took it. We both were on the bed, um, you know, completely, like, almost unconscious, heart, but, like, hearts racing. Like, we couldn't do anything. It was yeah. so powerful. I'm afraid of Viagra <laughs> because of the heart. I mean, I just, I don't know how older men take it because it seems, quite frankly, dangerous. Um, I know it's a tough, because I feel like now with everyone being on SSRIs, that like maybe the male orgasm is as elusive as the female yes. one. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for this question. I think like... Uh, I genuinely think if you're... Below the age of forty, abandon ship, and forty up, just you're lucky to I be with anybody. I think the guy has to stop jerking off completely, okay. right? And then you have to really like do whatever they are comfortable with in order for them to come. Yeah, yeah. Which I know women don't want to do in this day and age. I guess I mean I don't know. It's like I have a good line though for a guy with ED. 
I, I told this guy, I, so this guy was leaving my house over quarantine. I was housing this gorgeous house in Los Angeles and he was leaving. And as he was driving away, I ran out and got in front of his car and was like, hey, I know <laughs> that as a man, you can't, as a woman, I can just spread my legs and lie back and I can have sex. Anything, anyone can have sex with me. There's nothing I have to do. And I understand that it's. You have to, you are the one who is doing all the work. I, it's like mm-hmm. sort of bullshit, but I, I said like, <laughs> you know, I understand how hard that must be for you. Yeah. And he texted me later being like, that was the hottest, sexiest thing anyone's ever said to me. And I was like, that wasn't hot or sexy, but clearly I made you feel better. <laughs> and um, yeah. Yeah. So it's another... just acknowledge that yeah. as a woman, if this is a woman speaking, it is. It is. Um, that you aren't the one who has any pressure on you because you literally could be wet or dry and if yeah, chicks got you, it so easy yeah i mean i mean, I, I, I envy women for that i'm like yeah. i wish i could just no matter how drunk that. how turned off actually sex well, the happen. last two sexual experiences i had were very late very drunk very and uh four in the morning and like i couldn't come yeah and I was like, this truly is like never happened. Well, I never come. I mean, that's... But let's... Yeah. We'll get into but that But I later. do. Okay. Yeah, but you do. Um, okay, this is a bit of a long one. <laughs> but the premise is very simple. Okay. But I'm going to read the whole thing. Um, okay. Love the pod and I'll forever throw $5 your way. Thank you, by the way. That's what I like to hear. Okay, my question is, what do I do if my in-laws not only hate me, but actively spread crazy rumors and lies about me? The allegations keep getting more Jerry Springer-esque, i.e. my brother-in-law is going on this narrative that I try to accuse my man of domestic violence while trying to physically attack his sister. That confuses me. I don't know who's trying to attack whose sister. (laughs) She goes on to say, to give context, I was having a private rant behind closed doors with my man while my in-laws were in the hallway and his brother was video recording through the door. This is crazy. This is crazy. Um, I'm a Gemini, so I'm not ashamed of owning up to my past messy behavior, but these are outright lies. They live in the Midwest, (laughs) and with the holidays coming up, we typically go to their house, but now I don't want to be within three feet of them. My man, she keeps saying my man. I hate the my man. I was going to say it. I was going to say it. Boyfriend, even even like partner I could deal with. Not to be a bitch. My man, because it's just like, my man has happened like four times. My man supports me and told me his brother's mental health has deteriorated due to COVID. (laughs) Sorry. But I can't help but feel more annoyed at the constant shit talking among his fam. How do I get over this? I, as my mother would say, in-laws are built to be hated. I mean, like, who the hell gets in-law, in-law, who the hell gets, uh... Along with their in-laws, yeah. I suppose. I've never been married. But my ex-boyfriend's families, um, one, they all like, ah. I, the, my first thought, honestly, was they're from the Midwest. Who they get, who gives a shit about that? Yeah, they just don't go. It sounds like you're not from the Midwest. Or. So skip this year. Literally skip this year. I mean, year. I, I would, I would. Never let on to your man 
that you don't like his in-laws that his parents that's I think I, he that's probably, my act. I think I'm he sure knows. he knows but like don't be bitching about it like also I've, filming through the door filming through the door <laughs> I, mean, I feel like I feel like we're not getting the filming full the story door. here but maybe we are if I'm taking what you're saying at face value these people are not worth your time of course but I also wouldn't bitch to your man about it like I would just be like I love you I am I love your family because they made you I feel a bit ostracized and uncomfortable around them and I want to fix that do you have any advice what do you think they you know am I doing anything wrong like mm-hmm. I, I would I would try to repair it first and if it's really not repairable do not go and I mean if he's filming you through the door that sounds like a pretty dire situation yeah I mean, I'm used to, like, very dysfunctional family dynamics. And, like, if I, you know, take a few years off, it's like, okay, I feel obligated to, like, return. Um, Having said that, like, this year sounds a little too contentious. Also, like, if you're going to go, do not stay under their roof. Yes, don't stay under their roof. If money's an issue, which, like, I don't know, probably it is for most people, like... If you're going to have to fly to the Midwest, I was going to just suggest, like, if you have to go to, like, Thanksgiving dinner, go for, like, two hours and leave. But, like, yeah. if you're going to fly all the way there, um, just, you know, ugh. stay in a hotel and, like, have a nice time with your man. Yeah, and, like, one thing that I always have been disappointed by by my ex-partners is their unwillingness to... Like, you have to, like, you have to tell him you like his family. I just, mm-hmm. I, you have to. Yeah, I agree. Because you, you have know what? To... Whenever, like, vent about my family to, like, a friend, like, yeah, and they'll, like, talk. They'll, it's so they'll start talking shit about a family member it's that I was okay. talking shit about. I'm like, actually, no, you can't say that. Yeah, yeah, I'm allowed to do it, but you're <laughs> I'm not. I'm allowed to do it, yeah. So, yeah, it's a shitty situation. I'm very sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, too. My God, we're so sorry. <laughs> we're, we're so sorry. <laughs> um... We have so many good questions. Okay, next one is a little more innocuous. Have you ever ghosted anybody and had to deal with the repercussions for that? You go first. I've never really ghosted anyone. Or I mean, maybe I haven't just forgot because I, I don't know. They clearly didn't matter to me. It's not really my like whole thing, but I've definitely like had like a Tinder date and like the morning I'll be like, hey, sorry, I'm not feeling well. Like, let's reschedule. Fully knowing I'm never going to. And yeah. I'll stop talking to them after that. That is ghosting. Um, so yeah, I've ghosted people, but I've never had like repercussions other than like maybe I've run into that person at like a party and I just don't say hi to them. Yeah. But I've never had any serious repercussions though. I have ghosted a bunch and mm. I've been ghosted. Yeah. And I think ghosting, a friend told me this recently because I always thought ghosting was the ultimate offense. I don't think it's great, it's, you know? It's, but you know what? It's a clear answer. It's a clear, like... Well, it's not an answer. It's like a, it, it is. It's like, I am not motherfucking interested. I know how to get someone to respond, though, when they ghost you. Oh, wait. Actually, so I was just talking to a friend at the bar a couple nights ago, and I was... So I got on Raya. Yes. And I matched with a guy... I don't want to, like, talk... Well, let's just say that, like... I'm not interested, but I just wanted to go on a date to like go on a date because it's been a long time. For sure. But like we picked a day and then the day came and he's like, hey, do you want to meet up at like 1030 and get a drink? And I'm like, 
that's so late. Yes. Absolutely not. Yes. So that set the tone where I'm no, like no longer interested. So I'm not going to text him. And if he texts me, I'm going to ghost him. Okay. So I have ghosted I'm planning in to ghost. serious situations. Like yeah. I, I got engaged after knowing someone for 10 days. <laughs> and then I went back to Los Angeles and I was going to move to New York a month and a half later and we were going to get married. And when was two this? days, this was a year ago now. Exactly. Oh my a year ago. God. And <laughs> I got back to LA and immediately he was like, I cannot stand to be without you. I need you. And I'm coming to LA tomorrow. And I was like, whoa, I don't want to introduce you to my friend. Like, this is wrong. Like, I thought I wanted this for the story and like to get my first marriage done with, but (laughs) I don't want this anymore. And I told him, don't come to LA. I need a little break. And then I just full ghosted on ghosted him. And then I posted all about it online. Uh And then I ran into him on Houston, like three months ago and he didn't acknowledge me. So we hadn't seen him since. No, he didn't acknowledge me. There was a ring. His, what'd you do with that? His, Dumbass went to CVS and got me like a plastic ring. Oh, okay, was like, then. I'll give you my grandmother's when you're back in New York. Garbage yeah. can. So yeah. it was garbage can. Though oh. my boyfriend before that proposed to me and I pawned that ring. Oh, shit. Yeah, but I was in a poor. Anyway, ghosting. If you want someone to respond to you who has ghosted you, only ghost your fiance. If only ghost. ghost your fiance. And if you want someone to respond to who's ghosted you, I find that texting ghosting is for cowards really works. Uh, uh-huh. I, I think people really don't like being called a coward, and so they come back and say something. Oh, oh I was going to say, my friend at the bar was like, the word that I learned was unavailable. And I feel like that's very useful. She was like, just say that you're unavailable to, like, date right now. And you don't have to explain, like, I was going to think, like, making a lie. Like, oh, like, maybe I, I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry, I just, like, got back together with my ex. Like, I'm not dating. Yeah, I always Why would I even do that? She just said, like, just tell them in, like, one sentence, like, hey, sorry, I'm just, like, not available to date right now. I'm only available Take for care. chance encounters. Yeah. I'm like, that's genius. It's genius. Unavailable. unavailable. The word unavailable, because it's like literally so, I, as so a much. Virgo, I like to simplify. Yes, we're and like make everything. Oh, you are? Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm the 12. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I knew that about you. Um, <laughs> I definitely knew that about you too. <laughs> well, I love other Virgos and yeah. I just feel like I can immediately like get down to like brass tacks with them. Me too. We're, under, we're misunderstood. We are deeply uh, misunderstood. You know, I feel like at our core we're usually very nice people, but like we're misunderstood. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. This one's a little lighter and like maybe not even like. An interesting question for like Loveline, but someone said, "Was there an important car in your life, like sentimental, um, etc.?" Car, car, like we, vroom vroom. Yeah, like do you know how to drive? Yeah, well, not anymore. But I did drive for three years in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and then I got into three accidents, maybe two years. Then I got into three <laughs> accidents in the span of six months, and totaled my <sighs> sublet, my subletted, my least car twice. Two oh. different cars I totaled. Um, Jesus, the paper. But it was a Subaru sounds... Forester. Okay. That was my car. Yeah. Yeah. What was your, what's uh, your car? My first car was a Volkswagen Golf 2002. Silver, four-door, heated seats, moonroof, monsoon stereo. I love that thing. The engine exploded twice, and uh, I sold it to a junkyard for $300. I will say this question, I understand... In the, I wrote a screenplay. My only screenplay I've ever written in college was called Riding in Cars with Boys. I did not know that there was a Drew Barrymore movie called 
writing Cars with Boys. It <laughs> turns know, like, out I that it was like I, a song or like an album or something. I wrote a Drew Barrymore movie. Like it was <laughs> literally the same movie. It was about all my sexual experiences in cars through the ages, and that's the Drew Barrymore movie. And I handed I it into I a professor, and he uh, emailed me back <laughs> the IMDb page. <laughs> And I was devastated, you know. So. Wait, I was at the. I had a drink with my friend at the bar before we came here. Um, he didn't know who you were, and he like he Googled you, and your IMDb page is actually very impressive. Oh, it's not. That's nice. Well, it is. That's nice. Um, are you gonna be in the Anna Delvey? I am. Is that is on? That, yeah, it's on IMDb. It's like oh, he's fuck not yeah. like IMDb pro. The only it's thing like, that's not on IMDb is my most impressive project, which is what. And I'm just gonna fucking. Mare story? No, no, I, no, 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 I was cut out of that. I was um, like, I didn't see her on that. He's like, no, no, no she played I, I, this character. I'm like, I would have literally, known if I saw I'm in it for Annie Hamilton. Um, okay. A what? <gasps> okay, wait, I, okay, I like. But you. I actually can't talk about that. But the most impressive thing I've done is yet to be revealed. Oh my god, no, that's. <laughs> Um, so that was exciting. Chiching. Yeah, yeah. I okay, think there's one article about it online, but not on Um. Okay, let me see. We've got a bit of a long one here again. Okay. But it's, uh, oh my God, it's so long. It's fine. I'll just get through it. Not really a question because I'm currently left on scene, meaning like, you know, regular yes. seats. So I guess I have my answer. You Let me you just do. say you do. <laughs> <laughs> this might not be a long one. Was seeing this guy, he invited me to this cloudy birthday party outside the city. I'm wondering if this is like Caroline Calloway's like birthday party, which she invited me to. And I said, mm, yeah, thanks. Um, was invited to this cloudy? cloudy cl- like clout people. Like, oh, off, clouty. Yeah, clout. Clouty. C-L-O-U-T-Y. Not like it was a cloudy It wasn't day. a cloudy day. Okay, okay. Um, then basically he ditched me for an hour, left me with a bunch of hunks. I'm like, well, that's fine. Yeah. He trusts you. Uh, then came back totally fucked up, could barely walk straight. He still slept at my place and played insane rap music on my computer for like an hour before finally going to sleep. Note that I'm sleeping like an angel right beside him. And then said nothing about it the next day. Well, I mean, shit happens when you party. He's leaving town for an indefinite period of time, so probably just doesn't care about patching things up. But he, I've reached out like three times to say, hey, let's talk because I don't want beef and I'm not getting much back. Is he avoiding me because he thinks I'm crazy? Am I crazy for thinking he's rude to ditch your potential new girlfriend at a party and then go back to her place and blast your insane tunes on her computer? Um, End of question. Okay. <sighs> crazy. Um, you. There was one part of that question that I'm. I'm now. Let me look at it. It's, um, it's here. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You don't want beef. Beef is going to happen for any opinionated, um, strong-willed person. Like, I just, I am someone who really pretends that they don't want beef with boys. Or I I don't want beef with boys. But when you keep contacting and they don't want you to, there's going, there's no way that you can possibly resolve this at this point, unfortunately. Like, no no matter what you do henceforth, the only thing you can do is delete his number, stay silent, and never speak to him again. And it's heartbreaking, and it sucks. But you've only known... How many dates did they go on before this? I don't know their history. Okay, so if... No matter your history... She said potential new girlfriend, and I was like... Yeah, that's where I... I need to a little more. That threw me off. But also, like, maybe you're getting attached too quickly, and you don't know what his, like, level of attachment is going to be. 
Like, I guess leaving the five boroughs to go to a birthday party together is like kind of, I mean, I don't know. I would see that as like, you need to pay attention to me, but also like, I don't know the, you do, it's it's fucked what he did. It's fucked what he did. It's not great. I would feel loyal. I would, I would need to stick with my date. It sounds like he wanted to go to the party. However, she was left with a bunch of honks for an hour. Yeah. So you know what you need to do? Find their Instagrams. Start yeah. hitting them up one by one. Agreed. Agreed. This guy is not for you. It's not going to work out. Yeah. You got to move on. Also, like, you're never going to get resolution. Like, the beef isn't that serious. It's just, like, a crazy night out that ended badly. And at a certain age, like, you're going to... And that's going to happen a lot. You didn't really <laughs> do anything wrong by contacting him three times. It might be annoying No, I don't think it's best, that wrong either. But... I, I mean, I don't, really, I don't know the nature of these messages either. And it Maybe she's yeah. just saying, like, hey, like, what's up? Want to meet up? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm unavailable. <laughs> if he said the word unavailable. Yeah. Then I mean, you know. either way. Then you know. My, you know, my answer is just uh, truly move on as fast as possible. This is not, you know. And, and he's leaving town for an indefinite. No, no, no. Two weeks of not contacting someone. I think two weeks is enough to change your habits. Like if, you, if you're able to not contact him for two weeks, it'll get a lot better is what I'm, I, it, it, yeah. it's not going to be like a, Many months, even if you like after one when my like a four year relationship, it's like after not texting for two weeks, a lot gets patched up. Like it won't take as long as you think to to move on. Is what I'm saying. I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay, next question. I think after this one, I would like to take a bathroom break and would smoke love a that. cigarette. Would love that. Would agree. Totally agree. Okay. Um. I don't think I've read this one yet, actually. Okay. I think this is from a gay guy. Okay. So I'm dating this French guy, and we've been on three dates. We've made out a few times, but haven't hooked up yet because I have roommates, and he lives at home. Mm. Just moved back here from his hometown after school and looking. It seems like we can't fuck anytime soon, but he's a total catch. Hotels really aren't in the budget right now. Even a cheap one is like 90 US dollars. How do I keep him interested without my... Eggplant huh. emoji. Yeah. You yeah. knew. <laughs> or should I just eat nothing but pasta this month and dole out the money? Like for a hotel. Yes. Um, wait, just because you have roommates, you can't have someone over? I don't get it. I know. Like have you never suck it up, baby. Just be quiet. Or also like split the ninety dollar hotel room. Or like and 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 like don't go out to eat three. Like this feels very easily solvable to me. I do think the answer to your own question is like save the money. For I think what he's really getting at is that he doesn't know if he should invest in the money because he doesn't know how long this is going to last. Like well, I think that they're thinking that like they got to strike now while the iron's hot, and if they keep waiting to get a nice place. I mean, listen. Until I was like, I didn't even like start subscribing to people's Patreons until I was like. 30 because like i didn't even have five dollars a month like i was like very very broke like paying for tall boys and change when i was like 30 yeah so i truly get it um even like a beautiful bohemian greenpoint apartment with a roommate right now i understand that like hotel is very lavish but like honestly my advice save that money have that one beautiful night you know, yeah. for ninety dollars. Yeah, yeah but, uh, I, think I, 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 I have the same advice. Like, I, I uh, did not have them. I probably had like fifteen hundred dollars in my bank account when I spent like three hundred dollars on a hotel room mm. for this twenty-four-year-old British guy six months ago. Mm. 
And oh, he didn't pay. No, and what he's a rich. cunt, it's so, mate. It's so not okay. But oh, he uh, that kills me. Uh, no, but I pretended that oh, I just wanted to have a night alone in the hotel room. He didn't even sleep over. It was devastating. Mm. And he ended up dumping me in a savage way. Mm. But <laughs> it was worth it. Like you, you like, like were I like instant gratification and just like sex is so fun and like just like hotels are fun too. Just like <laughs> get a Craigslist job for a day on a construction site and go to the hotel. Like, I, I say just do the move. I don't yeah, know. or you know what? If you're in New York, up your Patreon to 25 a month. You can use my apartment for a night. Hell how, yeah! How about that? I, I would love to give my room out to you, too. But I have roommates, so I don't know if you want that. Yeah, also, yeah. like, the roommate thing, like... Uh, I mean, I've lived in room apartments with, like, paper-thin walls... You gotta like time it, or like I mean, what about like a where can you go? Where can also like, like just hook get up, drunk enough? Get drunk and like, is there a nice bathroom? Is there a nice bathroom roommates? to tug each other off in somewhere? Yeah, I I mean I struggle with the same thing because I really am embarrassed of where I live, um, and so I don't like I I hook up with like a lot of fancy men, and I don't like bringing them back to my. Why shit are you home. going to their place? I am going to their place. Okay, well there you go. Yeah. And I, the deal I made with myself was don't date anyone who lives at home. Like with their parents? I have dated oh so many God. boys who live with their parents. But like in New rich York? parents. Or like LA. LA. Yeah, this seems more like an LA thing if there's, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, Should we take the bathroom? Well, I hope I answer the question. Yeah, I'm going to like truly pee my pants. You, you pee first and I'll pee second. Yeah, I gotta make sure my bathroom's rentable. Okay, guys, we'll be right back with more of your questions. Okay, we're back from our little <laughs> break. Um, <laughs> we have a lot more questions, and I forgot that we have like two voicemails, so I'm gonna start with one of them now. And. Okay, here we go. Hey, so, um, I was wondering if you guys had any thoughts about fucking with graffiti guys, because, like, I've been doing that a lot forever, you know, some, uh, experimentation, like, you know, hetero flexible, 90s throwback term, but, um, of course it never works. It's doomed to fail, obviously, right? Yes. It's since not meant. Oh my god, the phone turned off. Hold on. With them. I remember I saw on Annie, your Twitter, you, <laughs> someone wrote, I love you, Annie Hamilton. So I know you know. But they're just so seductive, right? graffiti guys I mean and fucking retarded but anyways what are your thoughts on uh on experimenting with uh with guys who are doomed to be like oh it was fun but like I don't know uh uh I don't really I didn't really plan this that well alright thanks guys thank you for calling in yeah cute okay He's heteroflexible? Yes. Okay, that is so hot to me. Yes. If you want to fuck with a podcaster instead of a graffiti guy, uh, you would clearly know. I like you his have voice, my, too. I like the voice, like the vibe. Um, 
But yeah, in, in his question, he referenced that someone like spray painted on your door. Someone spray painted Be Mine Forever, Annie Hamilton. That's got to feel... It, it, so Wait, what does that feel like? Is it what, nice or scary? What happened, a little from column A, a little from column B. So I was never into this guy. He was a graffitier. Oh, I, you know who it is? Oh, yeah, yeah. I okay. moved to New York three days before mm-hmm. and met him my second night in New York, had sex with him twice. We went back to my apartment when, for the first time. No, no, we hadn't had sex yet. This is crucial. I didn't think this person knew where you lived yet, but pieced it together or something. We had we knew each other for two days, made out. Then we went back to my place. And when you get to my place, there used to be a thing on the door that said you had me at hello, like in graffiti. And I knew that other people would think that was dumb, but I thought it was the cutest little thing I'd ever seen. I felt so twee and stupid for loving it, but I loved it. And you posted it. So I no. So I (laughs) I said to him, like, This is so dumb, I hate this. And he was like, I'll fix it. And he wrote liar over it. And we had only known each other for two days. And I was like, this is Nazi Germany that my door is being labeled liar, which is what I am. Like, it is so, I, it was so awful. So I called him and was like, you can't, like, you need to spray paint over it. I did not say, I did not say spray paint be mine forever, Annie Hamilton. Then he spray painted to be mine forever, Annie Hamilton. And I got a little freaked because... Then it's like people know where you live. I don't know. If your it's first and last name is on a front door in it's a neighborhood great. where a lot of people. It's not great. So I yeah. no, called him saying, you got to redo you gotta, it again. <laughs> you got to redo it again. And he said, no, everyone needs to know you're mine. Like, oh, God. yes. Oh, God. And then I ghosted him. And I had a friend paint over it. Good. I think graffiti guys are dumb. I've never been attracted to graffiti guys. No. In passing, I could be like, that guy's hot. Yeah, I, I would at first never. Glance. I know like straight graffiti people, men, obviously, goes without saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I'm like, oh, that'd be fun. But to pursue that is quite frankly diabo- diabolical Di- and juvenile. Diabolical for sure. Don't do it. Yeah, I agree. Also, and your voice I'm is single. like hot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm here. You already know. <laughs> Listen to the pot, or maybe he just like, maybe you retweeted it and he just called it and he doesn't listen to the pot. He doesn't listen to the pot. I bet he doesn't listen to the pod. Of course, he doesn't listen to the pod. I bet he listens to the pod. I'm too gay. I bet he listens to the pod. Regardless, just fucking hit up well, Dan. If you're Dan is rural so Greenpoint, honey. Fucking great. Hit if up you're Dan. Rural Greenpoint. Yeah, we'll meet at a Come place. Come to this love shack. You will not see my front door at first. I won't say that much <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, well, this is a, a little decent segue because it's another gay person. I guess he's heteroflexible, which is truly okay. so hot. I agree. Not even like bi. You know, heteroflexible. He's like, hot. I'll have sex with the guy once in a while. Yeah. And like not be in a committed relationship ever. Like, I'm into that. Yeah. It is a 90s thing, but he seemed, I don't know, how, old, how, do you, how old do you think that color was? I mean, that color sounded old to me. Really? Okay. Yeah, like 30. Yeah, I guess I was like thinking like 35. Yeah, that's, that's old, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I went on a date with someone who seemed like he was really into me, but then talked about Grinder a lot as if he uses it a lot. I know that's normal, but isn't it weird to talk about that on a first date? No. Or am I an insecure worm? 
You're not an insecure worm. He's an insecure worm for talking about grinder all the time. Yes. However, it's a move to flaunt your your baller lifestyle to the person that you're meeting. Like I always, my literal move to get someone to go to bed with me is to talk about all my sexual exploits beforehand and it doesn't and it's not great it doesn't like i don't have a boyfriend i've been single for three years it's not really working in my favor but like i understand the impulse to be like i'm valuable this is how many people want me i have all these crazy stories i love sex you are not an insecure worm he is well yeah i don't want to insinuate that you're an insecure worm but it does make you seem less valuable if you have so many other things going on that this makes oh my god less, I, yeah i i I'm agree sure that it's agree. a complete defense mechanism and like is kind of yeah verging um, on i mean it's tacky and like gouty and gross but unless you're like two homosexual abject whores who met on grinder and like it's fun to talk about clearly the person that rubs in isn't in that camp because they're like this is uncomfortable it's weird I, I would just, say that made me uncomfortable and you don't need to impress me that way. Yeah, it just, it makes me, like, I have, like, a sort of, like, visceral reaction if you're, like, on a date and someone's talking about previous, like, conquests or even just, like, talking about an ex, like, at all. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I. It's a big, it's a big no-no, I'm, but I do do Maybe it. I'm an insecure worm. I mean, actually, in certain ways I am. I think we all are, but like, uh, I don't want to hear about that shit on the first day. The first day, you got to be like totally there for the other person in a way the like you're entering a new d- arena yeah. and it's yeah. like none of the other shit. I mean, if it's appropriate to bring up like. You have to exhibit self control on the first date. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Self control is a big one. Yeah. A lot of the things that you want to say aren't necessarily the things that you should say. Agreed. And that's just also a part Go of like growing up in impulse. general. Yeah. yeah. And maturing is like. You can think that every thought that you have is, like, worth something, and it is in certain contexts, but in on a first date, because it's, like, a lot of work. I mean, I just, like, hate leaving the house and do something unless it's, like, seeing a friend, you know? I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to go on a date. And they better not be fucking weird and annoying talking about their ex, because it's like, God damn it. No, no, you can't I mean, talk about them. exes. Or, like, just, uh, yeah, not, yeah. But I, I'm guilty. Grinder. I'm guilty of talking about sex. Yeah. And being like, I just fucked a construction worker in Long Island City. Except whenever I talk about my sex stuff, I always say how rejected I am getting and have been. And that, I mean, I like literally, it's crazy that I'm we're giving advice on love because I. I know that's why that'd be a I'm good premise so for this episode. We, we don't, we don't have good answers. Yeah, for you we guys. don't have good answers. Looking so, in the wrong next. place, but it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. How much money is too little to sleep with someone old and gross? Like if it's just sex for money. Knee-jerk reaction, wouldn't do anything for less than $500. Wait, say that again? How much money is too little to mm-hmm. sleep with someone old and gross? Like if it's just sex for money. Um, I, mean, um, I say a grand. Okay, yeah. I do. I think it's, uh, for women it's different than gay men. Yeah. There's so I, many of us that are so hot and so broke and so eager. I uh, No one would pay me for sex. So, but this, they would for you. This is the only time that I've ever said this on record. I uh I have had sex for money. Cool. Um two or three times. Oh, it it makes me feel better saying or three and it was all for a thousand. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be yeah. like close to rent. Yeah. 
If it's going to be that degrading. It is so you better make something it right. that I would not suggest anyone do. Like it, it mm-hmm. really, I called Dasha and was like, does this make me a prostitute? And she was like, yes. And I was yeah. like, I will never recover. I will never recover. I grew up on the Upper West Side. This shouldn't have happened to me. I so. forgot that. Yeah. 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 A thousand. A thousand guys. A thousand. <laughs> Nothing less than a thousand. Um, okay. Next, we'll do another written question and we'll do our next voicemail. I mean, we have so many. Okay. <laughs> maybe I should be a little more, <laughs> maybe I should be a little more picky. Okay. 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 This is a, this is one that we can probably get into. I'm 28 and perpetually single, and I'll explain why. Oh, fuck yeah. Here we go. Buckle up. Every time I meet a man who shows the slightest bit of interest in me, I become completely infatuated with him. Once I meet these men, I tend to slip into this mode where my mind is consumed with the delusions of love and romance. I'm usually aware that it's all just in my head, but it still causes me to start overanalyzing everything and turns me into this needy, hyper-emotional wreck. I don't become stalker-level unhinged, but it's still <laughs> so unattractive. Yeah. You probably become stalker-level unhinged. Yeah, I yeah, get it. Yeah. Um, this is uh, kind of my whole... Uh, this is our lives. This is our lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't gotten that... I mean, like, I just... literally did abstained from dating thinking like, oh, I'll not be like this anymore. But I, I have more time to think, and it's like bad. The more it goes on, and it... I mean, it has gotten worse for me. Over oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, in response, <laughs> um, go on some sober dates, I'd say. That's a really... That's a good um, idea. Um, I had 38 days of sobriety, and you're not supposed to date during that period, but the dates that I went on I thought were really successful mm-hmm. um, because I, and they were, they kept calling me back, and they kept texting me first, and I always am the texter first for her. Yeah. And um, I think you could start with being sober. Mm-hmm. Is that really, Do really some coffee dates? No, but this this person <laughs> needs help, and yeah, so do we. I yeah. Think, I think we start sober, then we... Because when you're sober also, you're not, um, you can see the person for what they really are. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like if you're, like, getting a little drunk or getting a little high or whatever, you can project more onto the person and see what you want to see rather than what's oh, actually in front of your face. Totally. And when you have just, like, an hour and an afternoon. Yes. That's what most of your relationship is going to be is, like, that. So I think starting off as corny and, like, square as it sounds, do a sober coffee date walk around. Um, also like, you know, people that are like sex and love addicts anonymous, like they have like a dating plan or something uh, I've just like heard about. I don't know much about it, but yeah. I think that like, if this is like a very serious pressing issue for you, like consider maybe like, I have like, I have to do these amount of dates before these things happen. I do I think having sex house. on the fourth date is perfect. Oh, I'll say yeah. that. Fourth date. Yeah. So it makes fourth you feel like they might leave you, but they won't. Fourth date. Then, In fact, like, I'm thinking six next time. I'm like, they always run after sex. Like, just like, <laughs> yeah, six is a lot. literally, three is like more reasonable. But, but six no, is on a... the fourth date, on the fourth date, go on three dates with just like third date. You can like give a, you can lick his dick, not give a blowjob, mm-hmm. but you can like kiss around it and do a strip tease. And fourth date, you fuck. There you go. Yeah. But there's no cure for like the mental disease of obsessing. Over. No, there's no cure. Yeah. 
Um, Sorry, there's no cure. Wait, there's one thing I have to do where I'm going to tweak out. The guy that I like um, is down to get breakfast with me tomorrow. I need to quickly book a blow dry appointment because I am not, I am not, I am not fucking around here. It's going to take me two seconds. I just have to quickly do it. That's period. Um, well, I'm going to grab a beer. Okay, okay, great. Do you... Um, I'll just edit this. Do you, are you like... Do you support me getting a blow dry? Yeah, get a blow dry. Okay, great. Um, you know, I'm going to dry bar. Dry bar. <laughs> I am going to dry bar. Okay, we're back. The blow dry... Has been set. Has been booked. Okay, yes. we're going to do another voicemail. I love doing the voicemails, by the way, because I get to just sit there for like 45 seconds and it's airtime that I don't have to do a goddamn thing for. (laughs) (laughs) And here we go. This is from a woman. (laughs) Hi, Dan. Hi, Annie. Um, I'm wondering what you guys think about like mixed clout relationships and how to kind of address (laughs) and play with that power dynamic if for instance your boyfriend or sexual partner like maybe has a lot more clout than you do but maybe like your star is rising and his is falling um (laughs) yeah anyway of the show Thank I'm, you. Great I'm, question. I'm absolutely great question. Just so everyone at home knows, my hand is over my eye, like I am fainting. Too real. Yeah, you go first. Um, <laughs> I understand the predicament. Yeah, uh, no, it, it is a real question that I deal with in my life. Yeah, I. However, okay, there's like two things happening. It's uh, an ideal to have like a guy that has like barely any social media presence, but is like very good at what he does and his field is successful and doesn't need to have attention because the woman should have the attention. Great. Um, however, if you're in a city where that's encouraged to be online and have uh, a following, um, I understand that it it's, it's so easy to compare yourself to other people, especially the person you're dating. So it's a little tricky. Um, I like that she said that, like, what if his stars fall Falling, I like, love well, that. <laughs> he's going to um, leave you soon if you're a little too popular. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I was going to say. So curtail that, shrink yourself, and uh, if you want to <laughs> stick with him. <laughs> I, there's two components to this that I think about a lot in my life, and I don't know if this is what you were saying, but I think about how poor and unsuccessful I am, and and how I only want to be with cloudy men. And would a cloudy man ever want to be with a humdrum like me? And that's something that I, you know, feel really insecure about. And I shoot myself in the foot a lot because I go on a lot of first or second dates with cloudy men. And then I become like our last questioner. Uh-huh. Like desperate because I'm like, I need this person to fill a hole and to make me feel valuable and to be good on paper so that right. I'm well, important. that's the issue too, so, right? So that's... Part of me is like... Because you are like good enough to date these men. You're beautiful, talented, and, you know... No mention sure, of they Instagram. Have, they have things to offer, but like, do they really care? Maybe a little, but like... It, you're like... It shouldn't matter. You're... You're... I always am impressed with celebrities who date like normal people. We all love it because we're like, it could happen to us. Oh, I know. Um, 
But I do think it makes more sense to of people with similar clout to date each other. It's easier when it's you don't easier. have to like explain yourself to someone or it's just like you get what they're doing. <laughs> but that can also happen with like unbalanced clout. <laughs> like an unbalanced clout relationship. You know like what I think it is? So depraved, but person, I get it. I get it. I truly if get If the it. person didn't grow up wealthy and if the person... Um, yes, where is their clout derived from? Yes. Where are they mining Like if clout? the person is a self-made clout man... Go for it. If it's all the way uh, off, yeah, agree. If it's a person whose family helped them achieve clout, oh, skip, pass, skip, hard. truly I, skip. No, because then you're probably unfortunately not going to be good enough. Yeah, that sounds harsh. Or it's not even. It's not even good enough. It's like I dated someone whose father was a the love of my life's father was a very famous person. And, um, he is the only good guy in that position I know. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm the one who fucked up the relationship, but I think the w- the reason why it worked was because at the time I was like, I remember saying to him on like our third date, like he was like how attractive his situation was to me. Like, I feel like if you're going to date someone cloudy, like <coughs> you got to be open about it. You okay. got to be like, look like. Your money's hot. You're hotter, but like I am, like aware of who you are in the world. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like uh, rich people love being put in their place and being told the things that no one else will say. Okay, so you're saying don't nag him. It's not nagging. It's like just literally being so painfully um, outspoken about the situation. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's Ugh, I don't know. any imbalance in a relationship like that. It's it's, it's going to be unbalanced. Like, it's going to be unbalanced. So you can't... It's so fucking shitty that you really can't even, like, date people outside of, like, your own, like, economic bracket. Because, like, you don't go to the same restaurant. You can't afford to... You can't go on vacation. You can't do, like, a little upstate girl. You, you can't, can't really do anything. Vacations. It's like... And it's so, like, obviously this... The person, like, the position of more power and privilege and money is going to just be like, well, I'll just find someone that can. No, I actually don't agree. I feel like... Unless you're a good super person, hot, like you are. And oh, maybe this caller, yeah, maybe this caller is too. Or I feel like a good, I've paid, in a relationship, I've been the richer one when I was in college, my parents were paying for me uh, once, and I paid for everything that he wanted. Um, and then in my two relationships after that, they paid for everything because they had more money. So whoever has more money has to pay for everything. I mean, totally. end of story. End of story. Yes. But, I I guess don't search. This is me wanting to take this advice for myself. Um, Don't search for someone cloudier than you are. Don't search for it. I guess also the issue is the word clout. Yeah, clout is such a gross. So, like, if you're concerned about, yeah, yeah, I I was gonna say, but like, maybe that's just her way to say successful. I know, but it's so weird that she chose that word. It like threw off the whole thing. It made me put one hand over my. I feel like she uses it a couple times. She is hung up on clout. Yeah, um, clout can be stripped away. You could be mutated by yeah, buy some followers and. the way that I meet someone on Instagram with the blue check, bitch, then you're on. Not that I have like less than that thirty thousand followers on Instagram, but I do have some <laughs> followers. But the way that I got followers, I'm almost at three thousand, which is crazy because like there's guys that are hotter than me, like who are like their whole thing is like being hot. 
For for I'm a guy, I can, get, I can get perfect amount. Um, yeah, any more than that. Actually, though, yikes! I my ex boyfriend Chris bought me. I I didn't have Instagram until twenty seventeen, and he bought That's me. Late. Yeah, it was really late. I was like so against it, and now I'm a whore on there. And he bought me five thousand followers so that I could come. It was starting to work. So, like I got a ton of followers and. Um. So maybe buy some. Yeah. It worked for Guys, me. Guys, if I jump from three thousand to eight thousand <laughs> tomorrow, like I think it's just Annie yeah. Hamilton's fans. Yeah, it's yeah, not Because yeah. I bought them on the dark web. <laughs> um. Let's do another written question. How do I tell my friend they need to stop dropping everything whenever they get a new partner? Like every single time they drop off the face of the earth and ignore their friends and responsibilities. Mm. Does this make them a bad friend? Mm. I feel like usually you should probably tell your friends that they keep making the same mistakes. But in this situation, is it even worth it? Thanks. You're a bad friend. Yes. Bros before hoes till the end of time. Support your friend on the romantic endeavors. Like the best part of my best friends. Oh, they're the bad friend. Yes. This okay. person writing the question is a bad friend. But it seems and like it's a, a repeat. It's not like it's just happening once. But I'm sorry. We have some friends who are addicted to love. That's like, true. My, my best girlfriends, my three best girlfriends, all understand that I'm going to go for the boy first. And they're like... Let's get you ready. Let's get that blow dry. You go, girl. Like, and I'm then they fuck your dry bar I, for I you, bitch. It, yeah. Like some people have. Okay. Yeah, I, I know that's not the right answer. What's your answer? My answer is like probably almost the ex- exact opposite. Diametrical opposite. Okay. Well, that's good. Where, like, I mean, if if you're like, you know, this person iterated that it's like happening over and over again. It's a pattern. So I'm like, this person probably maybe has like an unhealthy like whirlwind romance all the time. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, that's probably not good for them. Also, like you can't, you're not going to be you able can't to fix teach this them, person. Though. Yeah. So, so like maybe stepping away is a good thing to do or, but also like just kindly express like, hey, I miss hanging out with you. It sucks that we don't see each other. Well, that I'm has sure to be said. But if, you, if, if you've already said that, you have to put them in a new, in a new bracket in your mind. Of who they are you as a friend. You do have to compartmentalize. You and do. You have to compartmentalize. this is a specific type of friend for you. And if yep. you can't handle that and if that's not good enough, then you walk away. Mm-hmm. But you, growing up means changing your expectations on your friends. Like your friends aren't your family at the end of the day. Unfortunately, right. I wish they were. Um, I don't there know. Is, there's don't like know. people that like, especially in your 20s, you think like, this is going to be my best friend for the rest of my life. Yeah. And like your friends are your family. I take that back. They are, yeah. They are my family. Um, but they can really disappoint you and yeah. like do some shit, and you're like, oh, and then you're like, oh, that just you never thought something like that would happen. Yeah. And I guess this isn't like that drastic of a situation, but if they're like, their priorities are not you, you have to at a certain point kind of pick up the pieces I and know. just kind of. Focus your own shit on other friends because they're not they're not coming around. That's like their choice to do that, and like you can't beg them to. It's unfortunate. I do I kind of get. I I get this dilemma. They I just actually, like love their friend and want to see them. It's like simple and it's like pure hearted. I think. I I have I have I myself am in this situation where a friend is constantly getting back together with her ex that I hate. That's and. Worst, yeah. She now won't speak to me because she feels so guilty and weird about... She knows that it's wrong. 
And we haven't spoken in a while, and I still love her. And when she comes back, I will be there, but I won't be there in the same way. And it hurts me, but that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Period, bitch. Um, Period, let's, bitch. Okay, this is about smoking. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. My boyfriend of three years smokes cigarettes, and I don't, like, need him to stop. But how do I nudge him in that direction? How would you react? If a, <laughs> how would you react if a boyfriend pulled that on you? He's from Montana, and it's a part of his cowboy culture. Sounds hot, but nonetheless, also he moved into my house. Is this something I should just get over? It's not in a line in the sand or anything. Okay, he can't smoke <coughs> in your as what a do you mean? yeah yeah smoke. as a pack and a half a dayer. It, no, You're a pack and a half a day. Yeah, Ooh, it's, Annie. Like, it's absolutely foul. Annie. It's absolutely foul. Um. You can't, you're allowed to say don't smoke in the house. That's what I was going to say. But you cannot force him to quit. You cannot nudge him to quit. It's his own fucking thing. Cigarettes yeah. love him more than, they love him back more than you ever can. <laughs> and I, Ooh, it will drive him away. It will drive him away. It will drive him away. Yeah. But, but no, he, he shouldn't smoke in your house. Right. But don't be one of those fucking schmucks who doesn't understand addiction. Yeah, and like how cool smoking is. Yeah. I will say this is a listener. Who would he be without cigarettes? I truly adore so oh, much. Oh, cute, cute, cute. And has been like a fan from like day one. Oh, adorable. So I honor you and thank, thank you for writing So I am like very like on his side. <laughs> yeah. But no, like I'm also like I've been smoking for, oh my God, like 15 years. Oh my God, 15 years nonstop. And so like. Uh, quitting years. is like holy shit, and also like I, I have asked him to quit. He's I have like, promised you know, partners cut, cut that I yeah I, go well, outside. No, I've promised partners that I'd quit and I couldn't do it even for love, and I'd do anything for love. Yeah, so give have some empathy, give him a break. Yeah, and don't let him smoke in the house. Um, maybe or put have some a, switch to a jewel. I don't know. Maybe buy him a jewel. Put some nicotine gum. In his bag. He probably doesn't have a bag. He's a cowboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a cowboy. <laughs> or just like, uh, fuck, I don't even know. Um, Like phantom thread, like nicotine in his cereal or something. Yeah. You know? Because like I... Mm-hmm. I get if you don't smoke, smoking is probably gross. Yeah. However, I've, like I said, 15 years been smoking. Me too. So like... Sometimes I'll go like I didn't smoke at all yesterday. Wow! I was too hungover too. Wow! I'm never too. No, if I'm like that hungover, I will truly like depersonalize and have like a panic attack. Okay. Which is crazy that cigarettes. Can do that. Yeah, Yeah. nicotine's powerful. Yeah. But it's got a grip on me, and I really like doing it. That's sad. That's true. It's so sad. It's It's all I got. You know, it's all I got. Quite literally, blowing off some steam. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I gotta have that. Um, let's see where we're at here. Another th- okay, we're doing good on time. We've 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 truly already done it. So I'm gonna just try to pick like maybe, um, maybe two more perfect questions. Two more questions sounds absolutely perfect. To um, me. someone asked, "Do you vote?" Um, no. If I feel like it, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> okay. Okay, this is a long one. This is good. Hi, I'm female 26, 
am incredibly obsessed with a guy, male 32, who I've, <laughs> who I've never met and who hasn't shown even a hint of affection towards me. He rudely asks for nudes every couple of months and I always oblige. Just a crumb of his attention slash validation can keep me sated. I think she meant satiated, satiated for weeks. I know I'm batshit, but what scares me is that I'll always be batshit. I'll always be able to magically think myself into believing he loves me. Looking for signs and getting your bias confirmed is so thrilling. Mm. I can't see myself ever accepting the truth. Mm. Unrequited love fueled all the greats, which leads me to my big question. Is it okay to be a crazy person pursuing impossible love and beauty if I end up creating good work? Like, even my selfies have gotten better because I want his attention. Yes, I get depressed and cry because of him, but the whole situation is a fantastic muse and I'm scared of losing it. Beautifully said, beautifully written, yeah, beautifully observed. Mm-hmm. I, I agree for myself. Um, I don't think that unrequited love makes my work better at the end of the day. I will say, I think that's a fallacy. I do too. Um, I think my work is better when I'm well-adjusted and stable. And that is what's scary to me because I wonder if I'll ever be well-adjusted and stable because I really do think that my work thrives when I'm in a good place. Um, it's yes, like that's there a, that's, is no redeeming qualities hard, to being to manic out. and sad and depressed. Like there no, are not, there's not really anything good about it. Yeah, you'll hopefully grow out of that or realize that's not or like true divine inspiration don't send nudes again you can control yourself oh the nude thing really is also i send them all the time but you only for money but every couple of months oh god this guy sounds awful yeah i i really say abort and try to live in reality even though it's hard and i often there's I fell in love with someone that I'd never spoken to before in college and I found this I wrote a villanelle like in perfect pentameter called perfect throth froth or don't be stupid <laughs> like a Starbucks I literally found it I'm going to read just two stanzas we've barely oh yeah go yeah, off read I'm that poetry <laughs> we've barely spoken yet I know his face I watch him without shame I don't recall what drew me close recklessness I will not outgrow Quick bonds ignite my strongest flame. We've barely spoken, yet I know. It goes on. I wait for, for him, my cheeks aglow, wishing I could declare his name. I don't recall what drew me close. Like, I, I, poetry has come out of me loving people who I don't even know. But it's not love. It's movie love. Mm-hmm. Stop watching so many goddamn movies, lady. Yeah, read a book. Read a book. Read a, yeah, read a book. Yeah. <laughs> the Guinness Book of World Records will do. Um... I'm realizing a question that I read earlier. I didn't read the second half, but it's like truly fine. But it's fine. Um, wow, so many to choose from. Yeah, we've done a lot of these. This one's a little enough. It's like fine. What's your favorite body of water? Lake, ocean, stream, shower, and why do you prefer it? I think the answer reflects how you feel about love. You go first. My okay, not to, okay. So like every summer, my friend's dad owns like a lake house on. I'll give it away. Canandaigua Lake in the Finger Lakes. Beautiful. It's like a... Actually, it's so the longest Finger Lake is like Seneca Lake. That's 26 miles long. Canandaigua, I think, is much shorter. I think it's like 10 miles long. But like, it's on like a like a hill. It's like carved by glaciers. So it's like hillside. Little cliffs. Little houses nestled into trees. Sunrise, sunset. Beauty. 
that is my happy place. And it's like near where I grew up, so I think you always kind of feel comfortable in like yeah. uh, the geography that you you know. Yeah. So Canandaigua Lake is my answer. But I need the Finger Lakes. The Hudson River for me. You love the Hudson. I mean, oh, it's, so, it's the one that I grew up with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same, same so as you. So you grew up in the Upper West Side. I grew up in the Financial District and then the Upper West Side. Okay. The Financial District uh, until I was in third grade because 9-11 happened. We lived a block away. Oh, my on God. On 76 Broadway. <gasps> um, and we literally couldn't Annie. go home. Like, the windows were blown through. Oh, so you like, weren't there? I was at school. It was like 8 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, And then we moved... To like a series of hotels, and then we moved like six times from the Upper West Side. Damn. I've lived all over the Upper West Side. Now my mom's in, in Midtown. Interesting. Yeah. Columbus Circle, Midtown ish. Cool. Yeah. I thought you were like an L. I, yeah, but I knew no, this, I know. I, I know. I, knew I, knew this, I forgot. I'm blonde, I guess. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Well, you like the movies and stuff. I love the movies. Um, I think I kind of like dropped all the questions. One's fake and I'm not reading it. Can I just hear it? Okay, I'll read it. Yeah, this yeah. is like read a it fake... and then we'll. My friend call like it. sent me this question. I was like, this is obviously fake. <laughs> like, let's just pretend it's real. And we'll, okay, we'll okay, let's do it. Um, I slept with a former coworker after we both left the company. <laughs> I had met his wife at work events and stuff. And we got along really well. Oh. What's your take on sleeping with someone if you've personally met their partner? Am I a bitch? Also, this is like generally a question that could Dude, be real. But like, I know it's fake. But you like, can't do it. Yeah. I've done it. Doesn't feel good. Doesn't feel good. You can't do it. Can't keep doing it. Doesn't mean that I'm not a person who makes mistakes. But I wouldn't. I, if I. Also, it's very common. I if think. I'm sober, I won't do that shit. Right. Yeah, true. You know, if I'm sober, I yeah. won't do that shit. It's kind of a young. Well, I don't know. I mean, sometimes the heart just wants. Unless, wants, unless it's oh, like also unless you, you're, you're together for like a, a year or two, then it's worth it. But if it's just gonna be like a couple times a month for one month, yeah, don't get involved with a married. Unless co-worker. you're sure, you <laughs> know. Yeah, but you can. That nev- said, I'm in love with the bartender as a girlfriend sure. at work. Yeah, but I've never met her, and she's never come by. Hmm. hmm. She's but it's bad, and I need to avoid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, thank you for having me. Thank you so much <laughs> for coming on. I thought this was fun. I genuinely had the nicest time I've had in a podcast. I loved us. Yeah. Um, I don't think we gave anyone any good advice, good advice or hope. <laughs> but they we, know what they're listening. Do you have one, just like to. in general, Dan? Oh no. <laughs> if you could give one like thing that you've learned from relationships over the years as genuine and true and earnest and real, um, what would it be? Just like one thing you've learned about being in a relationship. I've never even like been in a relationship. I like date for like three months and it always ends. Uh, like, that counts. That counts to me. Um, maybe don't be afraid to call it and just be friends with someone platonically. It's like worked out very well for me. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. Trust your okay. A theme that I think that kept coming up in the questions that like people already know. What they're doing is fucking wrong. wrong. I know. Trust your but intuition. If want... you can type it out and ask it. And like, I'm having flashbacks. Like my friend would host like a karaoke night in a gay bar and like have like love line advice questions. I would ask these questions and they would just be like, you already fucking know, no. bitch. And I'm like, you're right. I do. But I have to like, for some reason I need an outside validation. I guess I would just encourage people to like, you know, you fucking know. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. you already know. 
I think that's right. And, uh, yeah, trust your intuition, listen to it. <laughs> and, um, if you can't, if you feel like you don't have the self-control to listen to it, um, I try to forgive myself, even though it's really hard and I find myself on Delancey at 3 a.m. chanting, I hate myself so loudly that, like, the homeless people are running away from me. They're um, giving you money, yeah, like, shut up. Yeah, they're giving you. me money. Um... I think the biggest thing that I would say is like your worth is not um, subjected to another one single human being. And I know Mm. that it adds up and like sometimes you feel like, oh my God, my whole history of dating is being rejected. So that means that I'm not valuable. Like pick up a pen, pick up a pen, Mm -hmm. write something. Yeah. I think inching (laughs) towards less self outward self-hatred I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought that up because i used to like just like make these like flippant comments like oh i fucking like hate myself so much and then someone would be like why do you say that like shut up and i'm like oh i don't know i thought we all thought that and like maybe they do and they don't but like i think there's ways to craft that into be a little more artful in your self-deprecation is all i'm saying agreed, and that process agreed. will help you out and always say and i make love you more you. funny and interesting always say if you ha- find yourself um chanting I hate myself truly say I love you and I love you whatever your name is I love you whatever my name is mm-hmm. I love you whatever my name is a couple times afterwards I have if I say I hate myself I have to say I love myself afterwards so yeah balance that shit out balance that shit out I'm gonna well pay. we did it I think we, <laughs> <laughs> I think we tore it um thanks again you, okay I, I'm so happy I'm here I'm sorry I'm running away okay end of episode bye Thanks.